Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today we're here to talk about the Discovery and Warner Brothers merger that's happened in the last couple of days. We've got some new information. Uh, the article I'm going to be reading from is from Variety, so credit to them. Of course, there's other people record, uh, reporting on this as well, but this is the article that I've chosen. Uh, a few bits of information to go through and talk about. Um, seemingly, there's big change, obviously, at Warner Brothers slash Discovery, or which are now going to be called Warner Brothers Discovery, but nobody's really going to call them that, are they? Uh, they'll still probably be known as... Um, as Warner Brothers. Anyway, I'm your host Matthew and let's talk about some DC stuff and talk about what this means for not necessarily announcements in the future of DC but what it could mean in a very good way for Warner Brothers and uh, of course DC Entertainment with some of our favourite superheroes and villains, that sort of thing. Uh, so let's go through this article. Um, I'm just going to read off what's here then I've got some other like tidbit things to kind of read out and then we can kind of discuss things from there and see where this takes us but of course I've done a few episodes in the last couple of months last couple of years really as well uh, talking about the incompetence of this company uh, with Warner Brothers and how they've handled DC and problems with the company and how they've kind of needed an executive clean out if you want to call it that um, and th th what we're about to read here is kind of it, it, the, the job's not completely done but this is some good news and some good progress at least I am happy at the moment with how this is how this is looking and to me this is going to be more about okay you can like tell me whatever you want to do with these properties but I want actions rather than words and it's early days this this, this thing only happened a few days ago the uh, the merger and stuff and obviously some information has come out today but you know we're not getting a Superman film tomorrow are we? But um, anyway, let's go through this. So it says here, uh, this article, by the way, is written by uh, Brett Lang and Matt Donnelly. So just to give credit to the people who wrote this over at Variety. It says, the new owners of all things Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman are exploring an overhaul of DC Entertainment. Multiple sources close to the situation told Variety. It's been less than a week since Discovery closed its $43 billion uh, deal for WarnerMedia, joining one of the largest producers of reality programming with one of the most uh, venerable um, entertainment brands under the new moniker of Warner Brothers Discovery. Again, everybody's going to just say WB or Warner, aren't they really? So, uh, David Zaslov, Zaslov uh, the CEO of the combined companies, and top leadership have been toying with the idea of turning DC into its own solidified content vertical, um, the sources said. Uh, the move would potentially affect DC feature films, um, development in the Warner Brothers Pictures group, a streaming services, streaming uh, series, sorry, at Warner Brothers Television, and the creative arm within DC proper, all in an effort to have the um, disparate it says here, elements uh, more closely aligned in order to maximise value of the superhero stable often seen punching up against Marvel. And just on that kind of note, you know, you, you might have really enjoyed DC's films in the last 10 years or so since since basically the DCEU began, which was 2013 with Man of Steel. Um, and, you know, I, I understand some people get kind of sick of the whole like, okay, let's stop comparing Marvel and DC and stuff, but... For those of you that kind of feel that way, and you're w within your right to feel that, obviously, 
Um, these two com- these two brands, regardless of who they're owned by, obviously Marvel's owned by Disney, and uh, DC's owned by uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. Now, um, regardless of who's in charge of what or whatever, these are two comic book brands with Marvel and DC that both make the same, not the exact same, exact same films because they do films in their own different ways and they tell stories different ways, but they are. Both brands are making comic book TV shows and films, so it's the same genre. It's the same thing to me if you want to start comparing Xbox and PlayStation, or Sony's efforts with PlayStation and Microsoft's efforts with Xbox. They both make video games and video game consoles. There's lots of things to compare and all that kind of stuff, so... And the same thing can be applied, you know, to Android and iOS with with phone markets and, and that sort of thing, and Microsoft and... Apple with computers, you know, the list goes on and on. So it's, it's, I've always referred to it as just business competition because within your own business, you have to look at what the opposition's doing or your competition is doing, in this case, Marvel and DC, and try to outdo each other, which we can sit back as viewers and, you know, enjoy how they try to do that with their different TV shows, games, films, comic books, etc. Um, so there's that part of it. Uh, before the merger closed, Zaslov um, vetted um, candidates with experience in creating and nurturing blockbuster intellectual property with a goal um, of potentially finding someone to serve as a creative and uh, strategic Cesar or something. Similar to what Marvel has in Kevin Feige, of course he's the head of uh, Marvel Studios. Uh, one of these candidates um, included Emma Watts, I'm not familiar with who that is, a former uh, top film executive at 20th Century Studios and Paramount. So, not the worst of brands, you know, Paramount's alright, 20th Century is alright as well, they've done some good stuff. Um, but it doesn't. But it does not appear that Watts will take the job. Uh, one insider suggested that uh, Zaslov was um, less interested in finding a creative guru and more eager to hire someone who had the type of business background needed to keep um, all the different... Um, factions at DC working more harmoniously. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure what that's trying to trying to imply, but that's some information there. Insiders say that Zaslov um, believes that the success of the merger, one that has left the company highly leveraged, will rest in no small part on unlocking the full potential of the DC. Uh, comics universe of characters. I like the sound of that. Uh, Discovery insiders believe that um, although DC has achieved cinematic su- success with recent films such as Aquaman and the Batman, obviously Aquaman made a billion, so you know it did well. Whether or not you liked the film is up to you. I personally didn't uh, particularly care for Aquaman and the Batman. Um, it says here, which you know I liked, is is doing well. People seem to like so. You've got those there. It lacks a coherent creative and brand strategy. Uh, Discovery believes that several top shelf characters such as Superman. Yeah, remember that guy? Remember Superman? I remember Superman. Have been uh, left um, to languish and uh, needed to be revitalized. I couldn't agree more with that. Um, They also believe that projects like Todd Phillips' Joker are a shining example of how um, second build characters from the DC library, I wouldn't really label Joker as that, but fair enough, uh, DC library can and should be uh, exploited. Uh, Margot Robbie, it says in brackets here, Margot Margot Robbie, sorry, Harley Quinn was another opportunity, though Birds of Prey missed the mark. I've loved Birds of Prey, but um, again, if you want to say that you didn't enjoy it, 
it's up to you. Um, DC has, well, her version of Harley Quinn has been a complete raging success. Whether or not you liked Birds of Prey is, is a different matter. Obviously, she was in uh, Batman, v- and, uh, Batman v Superman for a short scene. She was in both versions of the Suicide Squad, or Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. She's also potentially in a third third version if we ever get the Ayo Cup. And, uh, of course, in Birds of Prey as well. I don't remember her being in... Nah, she wasn't in Justice League at all, was she? No, because you had, obviously, the couple of the scenes with Joker in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, but um, Harley Quinn wasn't there. But, yeah, her character has been a success, certainly. Um, but, uh, anyway, DC has started to figure out um, ways for it for its big screen films to inspire more streaming content. Recent examples include the HBO Max show Peacemaker, which I watched the pilot for and I hated it, uh, which was a spin-off of The Suicide Squad, as well as upcoming planned series uh, on Colin Farrell's The Penguin and Gotham City's Police Force. But the company believes that DC must do more to grow its approach to comic book fare, including bolstering gaming. I like the sound of that. I've been asking for more Warner Brothers games. Underwater Hamada, who needs to be fired, uh, who took over DC <clears throat> films from uh, John Berg and Jeff Johns in 2018. Both of those also need to go. Uh, the unit has achieved more um, consistency in terms of both the critical and commercial reception um, to the company's uh, movies. Um, he is under contract until the end of 2023. Well, Make sure you don't renew that contract. And could play an important role in whatever Zaslov has planned. Um, just on that paragraph there, all three of those people need to go. Obviously not Zaslov. Um, he's the new CEO. Um, but uh, Walter Hamada has done a terrible job. And um, John, I think it's John Berg and Jeff Johns have been repeatedly pointed out as being problems. Because um, I can't remember all the names that Ray Fisher keeps mentioning in the Justice League investigation, but Jeff Johns is definitely one of them. I can't remember if John Berg is as well, um, but you might as well just get rid of John as well. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jeff Johns has been a, a problem certainly, and so has Walter Hamada, which again Ray Fisher has very publicly spoken about and you know spoken about their um, the the their issues with the uh, Justice League twenty seventeen. Investigation. Uh, got what? Got two more paragraphs here. Uh, Zaslov has uh, pledged to find find three billion in synergies with the newly um, merged company. A signal of how important cost. Uh, a signal of how important cost cutting will be to Warner's new owners. Mining DC's library of characters could help control spending, as Warner Brothers Discovery owns um, the underlying intellectual property. Insiders say. And then it says here, upcoming films, uh, film projects include a sequel to Zachary Levi's Shazam, which I am looking forward to. A sequel to Jason Momoa's Aquaman, which I've got no interest in. Uh, the long-awaited um, franchise um, started Black Adam. I think that means starring. No, anyway. Uh, Black Adam with Dwayne Johnson. And a third installment of Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, which I hope is significantly better than the second film. Um... Yeah, some interesting things to go over there. I have got a tweet up here as well. Uh, This is from somebody called Eric Davis. And it says, New um, Warner Brothers uh, Discovery wants to overhaul DC Entertainment, which is the gist of this here. Variety says, They want a Kevin Feige-like leader. uh, That DC lacks a coherent and creative brand strategy. Um, They want to revitalise characters like Superman. And they want more stuff like Joker. Um, So some of this sounds good to me. 
some of it is still like I said. I, I think with this merger because they're not the Discovery's not buying. Um, uh, Warner Media or Warner Brothers, whatever. Um, this is a this is a merger. It's similar to for those of you familiar with Activision. This is how because um, neither Activision or Blizzard own each other. They're merged as um, companies. That's why this is that's why this is called a merger and not a buyout. So this is from my understanding. This isn't the same thing as um, when Marvel bought uh, like Fox and they bought. Um, Marvel Studios, like they 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 own those studios. They they're not merged with them. Technically, they're all part of one like big Disney brand. Um, so there's not a, there's not a ton of difference, I don't think. But this isn't a buyout per se. This is a um, uh, just a, a a deal essentially. Um, yeah, that that's the way that I understand this anyway. Maybe I could I could be slightly wrong about that, but that's the way that I see this. Um, so some good stuff in here. I mean, yeah, Superman has been you know. Where's Henry Cavill? You know, we talked about loads of times about Henry Cavill, and I still very much maintained the opinion, and it was something I didn't want to be right about, but I kind of have been, and it's, bit, it's something kind of obvious, like um, with, with 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 the things that fans have been asking for, so like a Man of Steel two or a Zack Snyder's Justice League two. If this merger didn't happen, and you didn't have um, where's the guy's name, David uh, Zaslov. Um, the the CEO of the combined company, so somebody new in there. Um, I don't believe under the previous ownership, so before this deal happened, I don't believe those those people in charge would have um ever done things like that. Because as far as I as far as I can tell, and as far as I can see, the only reason we even got Zack Snyder's Justice League is because COVID happened. And Warner Brothers wanted some content for HBO Max because it had just launched and they knew that it would do big numbers, basically. Uh, speaking of Zack Snyder's Justice League, one thing that I did read, um, I think it was about a couple of weeks ago or so, Anne uh, Sarnoff, um, who did that interview, um, the, the interview that I re- referenced a few times, uh, basically what happened in this interview, uh, the Thursday that... Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. The film came out. People loved it for the weekend. Then an interview came out on the Sunday. The Sunday of that same week. So like what three days later. Um, came out and she was asked. The, she was asked two questions. One of which was are you going to consider doing. You know David Ayer's Suicide Squad. And the answer was basically no. And then um, they said something. I can't remember exactly word for word what it was. It's been over a year now. But um, the other question that she got asked was um are you going to continue you know Zack Snyder's Justice League and the answer was no which basically killed all the momentum of uh Justice League which is in my opinion not a good business thing to do um like in my opinion she should have just lied honestly and been like ah maybe you know even if they never had the intention of doing that why would you say that three days after your biggest film in years has come out um but she's uh ex- exited the company i'm not sure if she resigned she was fired let go end of contract i'm not sure which of those things happened or if it's simply her contract isn't getting renewed and she's going to leave at the end of that i didn't get that specific information but i did read a headline that said that she's had 
or having her exit from the company, which is uh, which is a good thing. Because um, I said before on, um, I think it was the the previous DC talk that I, DC talk episode that I did, and I said, you know, this company kind of from top to bottom needs to clear out of its of its executives, especially as far as DC content is concerned. Because HBO Max has been pretty successful. I'll talk about that in, in a second as well. Because this kind of affects, obviously, it affects HBO Max, but. I want to talk about um, the UK and HBO Max in a minute. Um, but no, this is good, I think, certainly. Um, I mean, I just, I I didn't quite, I've never quite understood, and maybe it wasn't supposed to make sense, just the way that Superman's been treated. And yes, he's got his own um, lead TV show, obviously Superman and Lois, which is great, but... Um, like, Superman should be a character on the big screen. He's one of the biggest characters in the world. Him, Batman and Wonder Woman, as far as DC is concerned, should have films regularly coming out. And obviously, we've just had a Batman film. We didn't. We, we had a Wonder Woman film, what, a year or so ago? In, I think, January of last year. Um, again, I didn't like it, but it was a, it was a Wonder Woman film that came out. Um, but it's just these weird things of, like... Not 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 doing the air cut, not following up with Justice League two, not giving Henry Cavill anything. So uh, aside from a, a solo Superman film sequel or a new, you know, if you want to reboot it or whatever, um, didn't even having him appearing properly in other things because the only two other appearances Superman's really had is the headless shot of him. Well, not headless from the neck down, the quick cameo of him and Shazam. And then the end of season one of um, of uh, Peacemaker, when he's flying there for some reason, as Peacemaker's like walking through and giving some dialogue, and he's got a shadow covering him. That's what we've had for Superman in the last couple of years. Uh, obviously, apart from um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, but that was filmed, you know, years ago. So um, that you can't really count that in the same way. But yeah, it's time to take. I don't know. I don't know why Superman is on the shelf. In the first place, you need to take some. You need to take your big characters like Superman off the shelf and do something with them. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. The, the 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 way they've treated Superman particularly bugs me and stuff. And um, yeah, get get the character off the shelf. Give Henry Cavill a call or whatever whatever you need to do, uh, and uh, get that sorted um, because. You know, as I kind of said before, with uh, the executives of the, let's just say, previous company, um, I never believed that Henry Cavill was going to come back under that leadership, or that Justice League 2 would happen, or that the air cut would happen. But now that this has happened, with um, the Warner Brothers Discovery thing, um, you know, you've got new people in place, such as this David person. And maybe that can change things. But the the one part that does concern me a little bit here is you've got... Where does it say it again? Um, where does it say it again? Uh, but the company believes that DC must do more um, to grow its approach to comic book fare, including boost um, bolstering gaming. Then it says, uh, Underwater Hamada, who took over DC films from John Berg's and... Uh, Jeff Johns in 2018, the unit has achieved more consistency in terms of so-and-so and so-and-so. Uh, yeah, his contract, um, he is under contract until the end of 2023. So that's Walter Hamada, I believe that's supposed to be pointing towards. Um, 
Yeah, and it's it it's gonna t- as I kind of mentioned at the start. You know, we're not getting a Superman film tomorrow. We're not getting Justice League two tomorrow. We're not getting you know the air cut tomorrow. Um, it's going to be interesting to see over the next what six months to a year. Um, I mean, if they have a DC fandom this year, that gives you your first opportunity maybe in October to see, um, you know, uh, what what new things you could announce because. Um, there's certainly there's certainly decisions you could make in the next six months or so, um, but obviously any new TV shows or films, like new new ones, apart from the air cut, which I believe was filmed but was never sort of put together the same way as Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, if you did announce like tomorrow or in the next two weeks, or just for an example, you said like, "Hey, Justice League two, and then Superman two or whatever." Uh, obviously you then need to go away and film those things and write them and make sure that they are what they are um but you could still see, you could still see those types of announcements in the next 6 months it just depends how long all this stuff takes to you know f- fully dot the i's cross the t's type of thing um cuz it's interesting with cuz what's really interesting as well is so Walter Hamada, it says here Walter Hamada is still under contract till 2023, which is obviously next year. You've got two very interesting things happening with two specific films. So you've got this Flash film, which I'm not going to talk about whether I think it's going to be good or bad or whatever. I've you know spoken about that already. With the interesting situation with Michael Keaton and his Batman... And I remember when I did the episode, what, a few weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, and I talked about when um, they delayed, like, Black Adam and Flash and stuff, but they moved Shazam forward, and Batgirl's still supposed to be December. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but... It won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or 
film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show So how the story, I believe, was supposed to work out, because we were supposed to get The Flash in November, obviously we're getting it June next year. We've also got the Ezra Miller situation to sort out as well. Um, But, yeah, it's. I'm trying to work out how this might work, because Michael Keaton's Batman was supposed to return due to Flashpoint in what was going to be the November... 2022 the flash film and then he was going to be or is still going to be in um uh in in the batgirl film because he's supposed to be you know i suppose he's checking up on what batgirl's doing or, or whatever so if you switch those around which is now the case because i believe batwoman and batgirl's still supposed to be out in december and the flash is going to be out what seven months after that or something in june of next year so, yeah, I don't know how that's supposed to work because his in his reintroduction was supposed to happen because of Flashpoint in the Flash film, and then with him being reintegrated into this new DC EU or whatever we're doing with this thing, and then go off and see Batgirl. But if you do it the other way around, because I believe both films have been shot, um, or Batgirl's at least filming or it's finished filming, Flash has definitely finished filming. If you do that the other way around. And you put the Batgirl film out, and you're just acting like Michael Keaton's Batman is um, just already there, like nothing happened. And then you go seven months later, in you know, in real time, and you get to the Flash, and you get a scene where Michael Keaton's obviously confused. Why is he in this universe? Who is this Flash person? And you know, because he doesn't know that he doesn't know those characters, does he? Because um, in obviously his films, he never had like you know another Batman in there with with Ben Affleck's Batman who's supposed to be in the same film and you know a Supergirl character and a Flash character he probably doesn't know who those characters are I mean we do but he's never met those people and he obviously hasn't met Batgirl either um so if you're switching that that would almost be like if you put Doctor Strange in the Multiverse Madness out now and then put WandaVision out seven months later the story just wouldn't make sense. Um, make obviously make sense of it after you've seen the two films, but you're telling the story out of order. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It would almost if you it it almost be like if you did Avengers Endgame and it's like oh Thanos is just here, and then you switch to uh, that post credit scene in the next film of him picking up the Infinity Gauntlet and being like, I'll do this myself. And then you'll be like, wait a minute, we've just seen the film where he gets defeated. Yeah, wouldn't re- wouldn't really... Yeah, wouldn't really make sense. Wouldn't really make sense. Um, so I have no idea how that's supposed to work out, if Batgirl's going to get delayed or what's going to happen. Um, but... Yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know what effect that would have on the story, per se. But in terms of character introductions and... You know, trying to do this big moment, you know, this big 89 Batman nostalgia moment and reintroducing him. That's not going to work in the same way. Uh, 
if you just put out Batgirl first. So hey, maybe they'll delay Batgirl. I don't, I don't know what's going to go on with that, um, or if they do some sort of reshoots or something. Uh, we'll have to see. But that was just one thing I was curious about. Um, but yeah, after that stuff has kind of happened, once the Flash has come out, um, and then you let Walter Hamada go, assuming his contract doesn't get renewed, which I wouldn't renew that contract, um, that that's when you can kick on a bit more. Because it's going to be interesting to see within between now and next year, you've got this new CEO in, but you've still got the head of DC Films there. So how's that decision making going to kind of go over the next year or so? And how does that affect, you know, DC fandom in in October? I don't know. I don't know. So, um, and hey, like, you know, um, you've got other possibilities. Like, what about if, so if you get rid of all these problematic people like Walter Hamada and Jeff Johns and whoever else is causing the problems there, maybe you can get Ray Fisher back to play cyborg in a cyborg film i would love that i think that would be great would that have been possible under the previous owners absolutely not there's no way ray fisher would have done that there's probably no way that they would have asked ray fisher to do that hence his removal from the flash film which he was supposed to be in um but what what i'm basically saying is these things that i previously thought like there's no way that these executives and owners and all these people in charge would do these things now i'm taking all that off the table when this thing fully happens and Walter Hamada goes and whatever else happens and that's when that's when DC just for me personally that's when DC films can start getting a bit more exciting again it doesn't mean I'll like everything that they put out but like it says here with the with the with the plannings it says um the DC lacks a um lacks coherent creative and brand strategy yeah just just a bit of a better strategy and stuff because I tell you one thing that needs to stop happening is when fans say things like, "Hey, can we have the Aya Cart and and Zack Snyder's Justice League, which were two films we were supposed to get anyway?" And then, can we get you know Henry Cavill back for a film? Can we get a Ray Fisher cyborg film? Um, that kind of stuff. And they go, "Hey, you can have a uh, Kite Man film on HBO Max, or it might be a TV show. You can have Kite Man on HBO Max. You can have Plastic Man." film and then you can have um you know this other stuff that people haven't really asked for or like a dc superhero pets film um like who who was asking for any of those three things to happen but yeah um yeah it's a bit like i suppose you know you order a steak at a restaurant or something and you get given a burger the burger might be good but you know you want that steak you want that justice league too not not a plastic man film so I wonder what did happen to that film actually that 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 news was a long time ago but I don't know um anyway that's pretty much most of the stuff I wanted to talk about um there is the Ray Fisher uh, not Ray Fisher um Ezra Miller issue uh I just want to say by the way um when I talked about them because uh Ezra's pronouns I've learned are they and them and I just want to say this about Ezra and and pronouns and stuff okay he might be a horrible person he might have done some bad stuff, which clearly, apparently, he has in the last couple of years. I spoke about their, um, you know, when they uh, choked that woman and stuff on the floor, and that video happened and everything, and when they, um, I think, uh, got arrested and stuff. I, I think I kind of spoke about what happened with them um, on the last DC episode, but I, I was referring at the time to Ezra as he 
and him, or I probably said his in a few different sentences, I wasn't aware that Ezra used different pronouns. I would never disrespect somebody like that. There's no reason for me to do that. Um, and look, Ezra's not never done anything badly to me personally. But that aside, um, yes, he's. It looks like he's maybe got some problems. He's done some bad stuff. Um, but uh, that doesn't mean I should, you know, disrespect their um, their pronouns and that. Which I know I've just said he but uh please excuse that um but uh yeah with Ezra and what's happened with them um I don't know because Ezra the film's been shot it's coming out next year they delayed obviously the film and everything the problem is with trying to recast. I mean, that's probably not going. What, what's probably going to happen is this film is just going to come out the way that it is. If if this film actually ever does come out, <laughs> um, yeah, because it's still a year uh, over a year away. Like right now, when I'm talking, it's still over a year away, which is madness. Um, I mean, I'll put this in a situation which I'll be able to talk about in a bit of a better way. If you put me in charge of the situation, what would I do? I would... Because Warner Brothers themselves have been a bit quiet about what Ezra's been up to. Apart from... um, I think it was about a week after I put that podcast out. And they said, you know, they're investigating options with, with Ezra and everything. What that means, I have no idea. And what that means with this new leadership. Again, there's, there's lots and lots of stuff to be just sorted out. You know, the situation with Ezra... What you're doing with these films, where you put Michael Keaton in, in what, uh, what you do with all that. There's lots to be sorted out still, and hopefully David, um, this new CEO person, uh, can can hopefully sort that out. But I suppose what I would do is just say, look, we're aware of the issues with Ezra. We are dealing with them and situation or something, and just say, hey, we're parting ways maybe with Ezra. Um, and after this first film comes out, then you recast them. Because there's no way you could... And I wouldn't expect... As incompetent as I think Warner Brothers has been and everything like that... I would not expect them or any studio to go over to a film that's got your lead star in it. Because I believe Ezra's playing... They they are playing... Um, isn't it supposed to be an evil Barry Allen or something? So there's like a double of Ezra in, in this film, I, I think, anyway. The amount of scenes you would have to go back and reshoot. And what about scenes where Ezra's on, or like, in the same picture with other people? So maybe one of the two Batman, or um, his double, uh, their, their double self. Um, or they're in scenes with Supergirl. You'd then have to get, um, what's her name, Sasha Cully. You'd then have to get her back and get her to reshoot a scene with a new actor. And I I wouldn't actually expect them to do that because that would also just cost them an unnecessary amount of money. The problem is is the the PR with this film now because you've got, like, when we get, I assume, to what, May, June-ish. I can't remember the exact date that this is supposed to be. But when you get to, like, May, June and stuff next year... You're going to start seeing Ezra and their um, face on posters and stuff. And granted, he's got, you know, the uh, they, they have got um, the, uh, not mask, what would you say, the costume for their, um, 
you know, Flash outfit and everything. So their faces more covered because if you look at Ezra in the shot of them with um because Warner Brothers put out that trailer which they shouldn't have done I spoke about that last time when they was like hey here's everything in 2022 uh no no flash this year um when they put out that trailer and they had um Ezra in there and you had like the um I keep meaning. I keep thinking I'm supposed to say mask, but they had the helmet, the the head part suit of 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 that suit. Um, Ezra's face is kind of covered, but still, there's going to be shots of them. I mean, even in even in the little trailer that we have with Ezra and everything, their face is there. So what I'm saying is, with promo, with trailers, with posters, with you know adverts on the side of buses, uh, Ezra's face is going to be on those things and. You know, this news broke out a lot and everything. And what Warner Brothers wouldn't want, or what any of those you know people involved with the film wouldn't want, is like, oh, that um, you know, person who caused all that problems that they're the lead star, and that would cause problems with that. Um, I believe Ezra. They are also in the Fantastic Beasts film, which I think is out now. I've not really followed the franchise. That's obviously another Warner Brothers thing. Um, so again, it's a big mess, but. I think you've just got to put this film out in in the state that it's in. Obviously, if you need to do any edits, bits of reshoots and stuff, you can do bits of reshoots, but you can't expect to reshoot the whole thing and completely replace Ezra in every scene and bring back the other actors and stuff. Because there probably is scenes where there's just one of the Batman on screen or just Supergirl on screen or, you know, other characters. But I'm going to guess that most of this film has got Ezra um, and them on screen. So you can't expect that to all just be reshot now. Um, what they should have done is in 2020 when Ezra, um, you know, choked that woman and, and everything. In 2020, that's when you should have replaced them. Because then you would have had two years, well now three years almost, to do a new film. Um, I don't know what po- I don't know what state this film was at in 2020, but. Given that 2020, by the time this film comes out, would have been three years ago. Now it would have been two years ago. Would have given you time to find a new actor and um, sort that out. But, you know, Warner Brothers has landed themselves in this in this mess. So they have to get themselves out of it, I suppose. So, yeah. Um, anyway, we'll see what happens with all that. Because like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but... Uh, we shall see. But I just want to say with Ezra, you know, if they have got, you know, any mental health issues or any specific troubles, I don't know what specifically is going on in their life. Obviously, we've heard about some bad stuff that they've done and everything. Um, it looks all quite bad, but, you know, there might be some deeper rooted issues and stuff. And I just hope that they can get if there's any support that they do specifically need. Because um, I'm not just kind of saying like, you know throw Ezra in prison and you know, you know let them rot so to speak if they need you know some therapy or you know what what else is c- kind of going on then yeah I hope that Ezra gets all the help that they can get um I still do think Ezra should be fired from the role anyway but that's not going to probably happen until after the flash film so a bit of a complicated situation but it is what it is there's not too much that can be done about all of this now but um we'll see what um what options Warner Brothers comes out for them? 
Um, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I personally, I think that they'll just stay quiet about it. But again, new CEO, how will that work? Who knows? We shall see. Anyway, I've spoken about everything I pretty much need to and want to. Um, hopefully, DC can get back on a better track. Is the it is the best thing. Hopefully, whatever needs to happen with Ezra can happen. Um, and we will see where Michael Keaton shows up as Batman. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, there we go. Anyway, spoken about a lot of things here. I'm sure all of you have got your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about everything. Um, so let me know what you think of the whole situation, the Ezra Miller situation. Um, are you looking forward to more DC content now with this with this gradual change? Um, do you th- how how long do you think it could be until they do one of the things of like you know air cut or bring Henry Cavill back or Justice League two, or even as far as the the Ray Fisher situation being sorted? How do you think all that's going to kind of go? Um, I think there's a bit more reason to be optimistic now, a, a little bit more. Um, but we'll, have, we'll just have to see how all this plays out in the next sort of six months to a year because it still could be some time. Anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments that you've got. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter, eTalkUK does contact page and information in your show notes. There's also a big email box on the website version of the episode. Uh, so you can use that as well if you want to. And also a clickable email name in your show notes. So check that out as well if you'd like to. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org and podcast platforms. Just search for our name on there, Entertainment Talk, and subscribe to the feed of your choice for TV, games, films, Manchester United podcasts. Take a look out for all of that that we're doing. Um, If you want to support us in other ways, of course, other than listening to more episodes that we've done, you can tell other people about our content simply by either just telling them or you can uh, use social media and that kind of stuff, spread the content around, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Um, for all that stuff. Uh, what's the other thing you can do? Yeah, Patreon for that. Uh, if you want to find out what's going on with DC and the the TV and the film stuff, or just your general TV and film news, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. Uh, Geektown Radio episodes, which is a weekly podcast format that comes out on Tuesday, so look out for those. Um... Bex is still streaming pretty much daily over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Uh, you can go and follow her fun content over there. Tomb Raider Monday, she does um, uh, charity work, that sort of stuff. So check out all of that content. And if you want to see some photos of her at a convention she is doing, slash was at uh, some recent convention photos that she's been at, you can also follow her on, I think, Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Same name, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her content a look at over on those places you can also follow me on twitch as well if you'd like to etalk uk for my different gaming streams and if you've missed any of them or you want to see the game clips and stuff that i've got over on the youtube channel that's where you can find all of that archived youtube entertainment talk plays for all of that thanks very much for listening and i'll catch you next time goodbye